Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Where'd you go? We're going to dance. We're going to dance. I can't see you. I can't see you. I can't see you. I can't see you. I'm a floating head. I'm a floating head. Hello. Hi, Scout. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, babe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. It's Tuesday, bitch. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. How are you? How are you? What's going on? What's going on? So, um, we are going to be, I'll be seeing you sometime soon, right? In Texas. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited for Texas. I really am. I'm like so amped. I love that con. I, I love everyone in Texas. <laughs> everyone has me. such good energy. And the fact that we're going to do our first Talk Scary to Me. Talk Scary to Me live. Everyone's like, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? What are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. We're just going to see what happens. Because when we record in studio, we have to edit stuff out because we're naughty, naughty little girls. So you never know what's going to happen when the shit goes live, bitch. Right? <laughs> also, we're so random, man. Like you think? We are- so random every time i think i know what we're going to talk about we just end up talking about something completely different that's why we created a podcast it's fucking so random our conversations are like like ping pong ping pong ping pong ping pong but i do miss you i do miss you being in the studio um i'm just eating stuff um and but at least if like one of us is here as much as we possibly can while the other one's on location and i will be coming back once i'm into i will be back and be in studio with you numerous times. Oh, that's that's better. Your this background is I don't know what you so just switched. Nice. I might go do this podcast in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I jealous. Mean, my, my feet are up. <laughs> oh my god, you're just like chilling, just hanging out. I'm so jelly right now. Um, we should just do it from 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 the bedroom. Don't miss the LA traffic. Oh, fuck hell no. Neither do I. I mean. I'm still here right now, but I won't be for very long. Um, I know, I know. Are you? Oh, um, uh, okay, yes. so guys, I know that we we, we brought up the Houston uh, horror con. Danielle, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Just because there are tickets still available. Yes, you guys. So um, you can click on uh, on my our our talk scary to me um, Instagram. Uh, there's the event bright link at the top to come see our show. It's a really 
uh, intimate experience with Scout and I. Um, uh, we're going to get dressed sexy too, by the way. I've got some ideas for oh, us. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it, right? Fuck yeah. Let's do Fuck it. Yeah. Let's and our do guys it. are going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be great. Let's do it. Let's, oh, all the guys listening to this are like, <laughs> boo. <laughs> uh, no, they'll boo. be behind the, the, the machine. Yeah, exactly. They'll be like, this isn't working correctly. Exactly. Like, oh, Trying to figure out computers. Um, uh, yeah, so it's going to be Saturday night on the 20, what is the date? The 20, I'll have to look at my calendar, the end of the month, second last, second last week of the month. Um, and uh, I think it's like seven o'clock, seven to nine, and we're going to be doing photo ops and we're going to have yeah. dope merch and we're going to have goodie bags and special stuff for you. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out who we should have on because we have so many friends there at the show that weekend. I'm like, I wonder who, if we can get a bunch of, you know, uh, some of our friends to come and be put in the hot seat. I feel like so many people are going to say yes. That we're I just going to have a shit ton of people Let's on Let's do it. I just got to bring lots of microphones. Let's do it. Let's make it a party. Okay. Yeah, make I'm it down. A party and let everyone like, you know, kind of jump in and like a, like a panel, like a party panel party. I don't know. Let's just do it. Yeah. Way more fun. Everybody will be drunk by that anyway. Saturday night, seven. We just got to get them liquored up like during the day, all the guests. Yes. So we can get yes. really, really naughty. So um, so we're almost sold out though. So you guys, if there's any tickets by the time this airs, I don't even know if there'll be any left, but go check and see um, and uh, and come join us. For this will air in enough time, at least like two weeks time yeah. to give them to order tickets. Yeah. Um, but so... So it is a two, it's a two hour event and yeah. I think there's, there's two tiers. So there's the VIP yeah. experience, which we're going to put together some goodie bags for you guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's like uh 120 or something. And then there's like general tickets. Yeah, you can just come hang out and watch. VIP. Just come yeah. hang out and uh, submit your questions ahead of time. And, Oh, you just never know what's going to happen. You just never know what's going to happen. It's not going to be played on air. No. So you have to be there to listen and see this episode yes. only. It is not going to be on the air for yes. sure. I'm so jealous Sorry. of your hat. Your hat's super cute. I was going to wear my Talk Scary to Me hat today, but I'm I'm going to go have lunch after. I didn't want to. Not like this has not ruined my hair. I mean, not like my hair was <laughs> anything freaking fabulous over here. I'm just, how's that? I have like JBF You look hair. good. J- oh, that looks sexy. JBF. You Look know, at that. Do you have you have JBF hair? So you need JBF. to teach me how to get volume. JBF. What's JBF? Just been fucked. Oh. JBF. Yeah, hair. no, I have like flathead hair <laughs> all the time. I can't do that volume shit that you do. It's called volumized spray. It's spray. It's just like messing it up and like just spray. You're looking at me like you're like, tell me how to make, give me volume. Tell me, tell me. I am because I do. I do the round brush. I do what you taught me, but then it's still, it's still, it's like volume poof here and then on the top. Hmm. Yeah, I just made a fart noise. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you part your hair, you part your hair in the middle. I part my hair on the side. I know because I used to like in my twenties part it from the side when I had like like when I was going through super emo phase. <laughs> so I was oh. I matured to a middle part. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. That's why I have volume because it's like from the from the side from the side. Yeah. But oh. I think I'm gonna cut bangs. I think that's no, what I'm do, okay? don't do it, don't do it. Love it. I have, I, like I used to have bangs. nightmares that I would have bangs cut. I would literally have nightmares because bangs were like the bane wow. of my existence growing up. It was always like <laughs> straight hair, stand up and just cut it straight across, then bangs straight across. Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> and I have a cowlick. So I have a cowlick right in the middle. That oh, that my hair looks fabulous. Right there, so it always 
guys did like split anyway. It's awful. And my boys have the calic like at their at their little back part. It's just yeah, like swirls does a little ice cream swirl in the back of their head. Oh. oh my god, I love it. Oh yeah, guys, I'm having a really good time in Kentucky. I really am. Do you love it. Do you um, love it. I. I, I do actually, everything's a little too slow for me here. I don't think I'd move here, but what's super fortunate is that my guy's family is all here yes. and all his sisters. So we actually went to this farm town oh. or this farm called Fox hollow. Okay. And they did like a 50 guest, um, private dinner. Oh, and music nice. and it was on the farm. Yeah, it was really incredible. And one of my guy's sister, Christy, she actually lives on the farm in this beautiful cabin. And she um, she has planted all these flowers everywhere. And she has like a, I think it's called Pure Pollen. It's her, her flower company. Oh, nice. And, oh my God, it was so lovely. Her flower garden was so lovely and it was so cool to see how she operates it, yeah. how she gets it ready for the weekend and, you know, for the weddings and everything. Oh, so beautiful. it was really cool. How's yeah, your, how's your allergies? In the, in the <laughs> that one fucked up. Yes, that's why you're fucked uh, up. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. Like, you just said so her pure pressure. pollen, like, hello. Uh, yeah. It, but there is one thing here that I'm absolutely terrified of. What? Um, because you know, her, she does shrooms as well. So I want to frolic in that field and oh. do shrooms at some point while I'm here, but she's like, Oh, it's, it's tick season. Oh God. You know, <laughs> I've never seen a tick in my life. You haven't? No. How do you go camping and not, you filmed in the South so the much. Desert. You're from the I've desert. Never seen a tick. Oh, oh yeah. Are I you got, supposed I, to burn them off? Yeah. With lighter. Um, I, or, well, cigarette, well, whatever, back in the day, it was like, she used cigarette. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, like, uh, when I got my blood work done, maybe like like 10 years ago, whatever, when I was trying to, well, no, early, like seven years ago when I was trying to have a baby, um, I t- tested positive for, li- for Lyme. Like, it came up that what? I had Lyme disease. It was like, um, uh, what? I'm confused. It said I had mono. It was like like high numbers for mono and high numbers for Lyme. So my doctor was like, at some point you probably were bit by a tick and you just never knew it. It's like, well, how yeah. do you, how do you, how am I like function? How do you function? Like, I don't understand if there are different like levels of it or what the deal was, but at some point I must've had it, you know, but I've done so many movies in the fucking yeah. woods and the, I can't believe you've never been bit by a tick with all the movies you do running in the woods. Well, people say that you don't feel it. No, you don't like feel you it. You don't feel no, yeah, you have so to check. You, know? you have to check yourself. Bitch. Listen. Bitch, look at my leg. My legs have so much hair on them right now. No. So I was like, I when just checked my hair. Seriously, like, oh, when you it. when you ask your man who grew up there, when you get home, you need to strip and you, he needs to check you. And all the places that are warm, that hold heat, you need like to look butthole. like your butthole, <laughs> your vajayjay. You need to spread that shit with a mirror and look and make sure that you don't in your under your arms. You need to make sure that you don't have ticks. You have to find them. I'm telling you. No, don't tell me that. And I want to be like fucking like high on some. Oh my I'm god, so you're gonna be picking speed. your. You're gonna be, gonna like, be like digging through your vagina. <laughs> I just is totally. There? Is there a tick in there? 
That's your clip, Scout. That's your clip. That's not a tick. You should get on our Patreon and watch this video because the shit that I am doing right now is ridiculous. (laughs) Oh my God. I can just see you. I'm told. Oh my God. I, I, yeah. I can't, you can't do shrooms now. You're going to find ticks in your vagina. You're going to, that's it. That's it. Well, she was talking about these beautiful wa- waterfalls that you waffles. I got hungry. Waterfalls <laughs> that you can hike to. And I was like, oh my God, you can hike to the Wait, waterfalls? there's waterfalls in Kentucky? Oh. I guess so. Oh, apparently. Amazing. But she's like, it's really massive tick time. <laughs> it's hot because it's hot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, dude. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And if you're going to do it, you got to wear like high socks and fucking pants and you got to put, tuck your pants in your shoes and the whole thing. Yeah. You can't wow. leave your skin. you can't be running around in a fucking bikini and shorts, like out and about, like, you know, taking Instagram photos. Cause you're going to, you're going to get Lyme disease. <laughs> Bummer. Oh, you know me so well. Look at, do you see how she just described that? That's yes. I can like, see your Instagram post. Like, <gasps> <laughs> with the filter <laughs> and then you're gonna be like scout there's one two three four there's exactly five fucking ticks on i see right the now. tick under your armpit bitch <laughs> dig it out when i did you know when i did hatchet uh three we filmed in louisiana in new orleans and we filmed in the swamps right and what i never experienced there were chiggers do you ever have a chiggers you ever heard of chiggers no so chiggers are little bugs that dig holes into your skin and lay eggs so what? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was doing the scene at the end of Hatchet Three where I am impaled on a tree sideways. So Kane picks me up, Victor Carly, whatever, picks me up, turns me sideways, and then shoves me into a tree stump, and the stump comes through my stomach. Um and of course, then at the end of the movie, like the stump breaks and I fall to the ground and then, you know, the helicopter comes and I'm still, mind you, the whole time I'm handcuffed and I'm holding an urn. So I'm sideways on a yeah. tree covered in blood, handcuffed, holding an urn in the middle of the night in the swamps of New- of Louisiana. And what they did not tell me was that the tree stump was fake, like was they like it was like a fake thing, whatever, you know, so, um, but they had to make room for it. So they had uh, a hole was, was dug from the tree and there were all of these like poisonous, there was all these like ants and all this stuff on it. So they sprayed the tree before they put me on it with poison, with poison. Um, and then, which was, you know, horrific. And then, um, and I'm in like a tank top and sweatpants and then they turned me on my side and it was the first time that I've actually gotten hurt on set in a long time. Um, Kane wasn't there. It was somebody else that was doing the ropes and I was supposed to just be like, like jolted down into frame just a little bit, like just to like start the movement at the beginning of the shot. And the guy doing the ropes actually like let me go down all the way down to the bottom. But the tree stump was angled so I ended up hitting the tree with my on my side and just like ripped my back like like scratch blood and then of course medics like freaking out because they had just now I've got open wounds and they just sprayed the tree with poison which was awesome um you know cleaned up everything was fine whatever whatever but um but I was laying the rest of the day I was laying doing the scene on the ground and what I didn't know was chiggers and I, they embedded themselves in my, in my tush on my cheeks of my butt. In your butt or on your butt? On my butt. But they did embed themselves. Our DP did get them in his butthole. 
And it's oh a funny story. God. And it's even on the outtakes and like Adam Green will tell you like it, the two producers were like in, in the, in the parking garage of like the hotel or something. And he was like, I, you had like asking the other producer, like you have to look in, you have to look in my butthole because I, and sure enough. Is this what it looked like? Uh, yeah, basically. And you have to put nail polish on them and nail polish makes them like, like crawl out. So I was just dating David at the time for like three months and I was in a hotel kind of similar to yours and I would just like was laying on the bed, uh, Nate, like on my belly naked and he was like putting nail polish. Yep. That's exactly what they look like. I had them on my butt, on my butt cheeks. Freaking out. I just had like probably like eight or 10 on my, on only my cheeks because that was the only part that was, but, but they ate through my sweatpants. (gasps) <gasps> I wasn't like I was naked laying there. Like they ate, they literally got on my tush and ate through my sweatpants. Oh, hell no. Nah. But you put nail polish and then they, nah. they like, they like crawl out. Oh my God. It's uh-uh. fucking disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. So anyone that lives down South know anyone in like those areas knows like what chiggers are. So no chiggers, no ticks. No, there's all kinds of crazy shit down there. So you don't, don't, uh, don't go frolicking through the tulips there. Tiny Tim. <laughs> I'm fucking go in snow gear. <laughs> like, ready. You're in like Let's a wetsuit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. I ain't played. I'm going to have a mask on, everything. They're not going to go up your nose. They're not going to go up your nose, dude. They want to They want to go into like where it's like cozy. Fuck, fuck no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No. I how beautiful bugs. it is. It's so there, beautiful there. I, I told you about Rob on H2, right? No. Did I tell you about the story with Rob on H2? No. I think I thought maybe I mentioned it. Um, bear, I'm so, so sorry, guys, if you already heard this. Um, but anyways... So on H2, when I'm running like through the the woods and I'm trying to get to the highway. Yeah. So it's really dark. And they they brought me in in a cast van. And Rob was like, you know, he just put me to like the front of the the um, the road. And he was like, yeah, you're just going to go back. Oh, God. like, like know, 30 feet. AD is over there. Yeah, it was like, great. Yeah, through, it was really through the, far. Through the I was like, okay, weeds. cool. Yeah, I was like, no worries. And then there was a path that they had created, oh. but he didn't want me to go on that path. He oh. wanted me to go in the brush, you know, to like not mess it up. Okay. So I walked, I walked the path. Everything was fine. I was like, oh, this is cool. And so as I was running, <laughs> I was seeing these mountains of fucking dirt. Oh like, God. It oh God. Red ants. Of, of like. Yeah. Oh god. They were up to my fucking thighs. <gasps> and I was just dodging them. I was dodging them right and left <laughs> while I'm screaming. And you know, and I'm having to like fake fall. And I fucking fell into one of them. And they all it's like it was like they were on crack because they were like <laughs> like all over my body. I was mortal. Did you just get bit, bit, like, bit, bit, bit? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh my God. You could like have gone to the hospital. Yeah. I was in that little dress that, um, Rocky or picture show dress. Oh my God. Of course you are. You're going to die. You're going to (laughs) die. See, we we risk. It's too cold. They're not going to come out. (laughs) We risk our lives for you guys, for your entertainment. See all the behind the scenes stuff that you guys never get to see. Oh my God. I get chiggers on my ass from Hatchet 2. You get fucking red ant <laughs> bites from Halloween 2. It's like it just, you know, the thing we do for to make movies. I swear to God. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And I just didn't, I, I didn't think 
you know, to ask about about ants because I didn't realize that ants can build homes that are like <laughs> half a person. <laughs> I, I mean, those fucking things yeah. are talented. Yeah, they are. It's not. It's gnarly. It's there. If we all nasty. could just work together like ants could, we would be fine. Wouldn't we that all could be just nice? Be like ants. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> work work as a, a what do they call them? They're a um, a colony, right? Or is that colony. bees? Yeah, colony. A colony. A colony. We can work there. together like a colony. Oh, this is the best conversation we've ever had. See? <laughs> Everyone's always like, tell me behind the scenes stories. And you're like, I don't know if I told, I've told everything, but we've never heard that. I've never heard about you stepping through ants. Now, next time you guys watch Halloween 2, I want you to see, think of Scout running through the, those weeds and stepping and dodging giant ant piles. See if you can see if you can count how many giant ant piles Scout dodges in that scene before she gets to the road. See, see if you can. Oh, you won't be able to tell. Yeah, because it's dark as fuck. Because you can't even see anything. They they did the fog, you know. Oh, of course, of course. Oh God! Really, I only saw the second that it was that you appeared. Oh my God! I I just remember thinking, I was like, this is what it must have been like in the war. I was like, you can't see anything. (laughs) 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 Oh my God! You're thinking of layers. Like these are these are landmines of ants. Um, believable, <laughs> unbelievable. Wow. I need food. Oh my God. I just had a granola bar. I know I'm starving too. We're starting to lose our, I we're know. starting to lose our minds. Ugh. Delirious. All I've been eating here is Skyline Chili. Oh yeah. Talk God, sexy, sexy to you. Well, well, let's actually, yeah. Well, let's like continue that one question. Yeah. Let's go back to that. I'm going to reread this question because we did not get, we did not get the answer um, out of our mouths because we were talking about 18 million other things. Um, so I'm just going to read it again. Like we just did. Of course. Just Again, we started the conversation. First of all, hi, everybody. Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. Did we even say hi? I don't even remember. Hi, <laughs> I think so. I think we did. Um, so <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, so we last week we we um, actually... Uh, yeah, this will be the this will be following last week's. Um, we had this question, and I'm just going to read it again because I wanted to just kind of dig into it a little bit. Um, there's there's really like heaviness kind of going on right now. Um, I think maybe like mm-hmm. kids are out of school, and they're just like I mean I don't know. These maybe don't these people don't have kids probably, but I just think there's something kind of going going on around because the the threads are really similar this week with questions. So I'm going to reread this. Good afternoon. I had a sex question for your podcast. I prefer to stay anonymous. My question is how do I convince, let's take it in sections. How do I convince my wife I am sexually attracted to her? Well, what did he do? Well, he's they've been married for four years. <laughs> I like how that's my question. What did he do? How does he convince you do? his wife? Yeah. What did you do? Why does What'd she you think do? you're you not attracted to her? You did something or said something. Been married for four years yeah. now, and in the beginning, I had said some awful things to her. Okay, he probably maybe talked to, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. made her feel bad about herself. Obviously, yeah, that's that's, that, that's that hard it. to get over, man. That that shit stuck. Like, I I'm 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 very big on that. If you say something negative, or or call me a name, or or something, or 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 anything about my look, anything. Have you been? That, have you have that you had any? You had a boyfriend ever say? talk like a be a, like verbally abusive towards you or say bad things yeah <laughs> almost every single one of what? my boyfriends <laughs> yeah like what would that they was say what to you? my my problem was oh my god one guy one guy my last boyfriend would say the most abusive fucking shit to me 
like the most abusive, abusive things. Like what? Give me a whore. To your face, like on a text or to like when you were fighting or what? Oh shit. Did I lose you? (laughs) On text, everything. Say that again because you cut out. Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. Say it again because you cut out. Okay, so... Sorry, Scotty, you're going to have to like, <laughs> so yeah, my all, pretty much all of my relationships have been very, very abusive. Um, verbally I've, I've always tolerated verbal abuse. Oh my God. You're, you're fucking frozen again. Uh, Hold on. Like Hold on. go kill myself. I... Really? Wait, maybe are you moving around now? Switch places. Go back to where you were before. Let's no, I'm staying still. Hmm. Try, it, okay. try it again. Is that better? Like your face okay. is frozen. But there we go. Yeah. Let's try. Yeah, try there. Maybe just being closer to your computer. Oh, no. Fuck. This is like so hard, you guys, trying to figure out how to... We want to do our show, but like our schedules are so crazy. We're trying to not, oh, no. not do our episodes. I can hear you, but you're frozen on the screen. Keep talking. Let me see if I can hear you. There you go. Okay, try it now. Can you hear okay. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, let's try again. I can hear you the whole time. Um, okay, so so super, super abusive. Uh, my, I remember one thing that stuck out a lot to me was like one of my first relationships. It's like the, this, this, this human whisper into my ear when nobody like was noticing and say really fucking awful shit to me in front of people. And I just would have to like put on like a happy face and act like it wasn't happening. It was so fucking abusive. And I remember I was on the phone with him and our internet connection was kind of like it is now. (laughs) And it was like cutting in and out and he was getting super frustrated with me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get it to work. And he literally, he was like, you're fucking with, and then it went out and then it went back in. And he said, I want to put a pencil through your fucking eyeball is what he said to me on the call. I just, I, I froze and I had to act like I didn't hear it because I didn't know how to comprehend. Oh my God. But that's like, that's like, that's like baby shit. It's it, the the stuff that I had gone through with is they were always verbally abusive. That was like the number one thing that was in my relationships was verbal abuse. So how I, does someone even talk to someone like that? that I don't even know how don't someone know. finds that has it in them to talk to another person that way. Like they're so angry with their life and themselves. Mm-hmm. They have such hatred towards themselves that they just are over. It's overflowing. They have to dump it on somebody else. I could never talk. I could uh, never talk to somebody like that. It's like, I even see people, you know, parents talk to their kids yeah. like that. And it's like, I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Calling name calling. Like I don't get it. I don't even like using swear words. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are times where like, I, I never swear at David. I and, do. You know, there, there are times I, I do you, I never, I, I mean, never. I say fuck all the time. I'm here. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I curse, but like, I never, you know, uh, like I was trying to think of uh, not too long ago, we were on the phone or, or, or it was something. And I was like, I was having a, I was 
having a bad, bad, this was yesterday. I was having a bad morning. There was a lot of shit going on. I needed to talk to David. I need, I was like trying to figure it all out and I was frustrated. And I started the call by saying, I I'm just letting you know now that I'm in a really fucking bad mood because I've had a bad morning and I just, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills and I need to tell you this is the situation and tell me if I'm wrong, but just listen to me. And it was like, he said something and then I couldn't hear him. He said something else. Then I was like, Oh, this is what he was doing. He was opening up the blinds in his hotel room while I was trying to tell the story. And it was really loud because I was on the car, my car speaker. And it was so loud because he had it like mm. in his headphone or whatever. And all I heard was like, clank, 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 as I was like trying to get into the story. And I was like, can you just stop for a second? Just for, just, can you just stop? Whatever you're doing right now, can you just stop for a second? And he was like, I'm just closing the blinds, yeah. fucking Danielle, I'm just closing the fucking blinds. And I, but he said it in such a way that I was like, I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm just going to hang up. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And he's like, give me a fucking, I was like, why, first of all, why are you cursing at me? Why are you saying the F word? There's no reason to say fucking or, or even use my name. Like, don't even say Danielle. Like, yeah. it's so weird when you're like, just don't do that. I don't like, I don't like that. Whatever that is. I don't fucking, I don't, I don't like that. I would never do that in return, you know? So he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I was like, never mind, forget it. And then I go to like shut down and he's like, just yeah. tell me the story. Just tell me what's going on. I have to go. Like I can choose in that moment to take a breath and not get into the fight and just tell the story and let it pass. Or I could hang up the phone and then carry that anger the rest of the day and then be like, I have to deal with everything by myself and he doesn't want to help. And you know, which is just causes me more pain, but that's the most I've ever yeah. come to have those relationships. But I can't, I just can't believe that you, what are the, what are the red flags? Like, so you must know in the beginning you, you have like the first time that someone it's like, if you've been cheated on, like we, we've all been cheated on. Like, you know, when you're in a new relationship, there's that, your, I say with my spidey sense, there's that little thing that you're like, okay, my gut's telling me something's not right because I've been here before. I think this is what it is in an abusive relationship. When you date somebody new, what's the, what, is there a moment where there's that first time they say something or that little way they react to a situation, like putting a pencil through your eye that you're like, Oh my God, I'm in this situation again. And, but you, you did you ignore it? Obviously you ignored it and you stay in there. What are the, what are the red flags in the beginning? I, 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 I think, Ooh, my microphone. I think what it is, is like, obviously, I mean, when I went through SLA, there was, my whole thing was codependency. Like that was my whole thing. So, and, and these people that are verbally abusive or abusive, they, they wait yeah, they <laughs> to pray. show that side of them. Oh. You know, it, it is, oh, until it's they a get prey. You. They wait until they get you, man. And mm. then you're so in love and you're so like in it when those things start to show, they, they're very good at showing it slowly mm. until it almost makes you feel like you're crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was what I was is experiencing over and over and over again until I went break. <laughs> I'm going to go take three years off of myself and actually do some work. Jesus. It's crazy. Yeah. I was dating. I, yeah, I was dating this guy. Um, you know, it started out as it, I saw him. He was actually he was an act, he's an actor at a convention. So there was one that I hooked up with at a convention. It became my boyfriend. But um, oh. uh, some of the convention, I was like, oh, I worked with him a million years before that. And he was I was like, oh, he's fucking, he's hot, you know, and I was in another relationship with somebody that I was not getting what I wanted, obviously. And then I got his number and 
I, of course, called him up and was like, you know, hey, we should hang out. And he's like, oh, I'm in Toronto right now or Vancouver. We're shooting, shooting something, but I'll be back a couple of weeks. Let's definitely hang out. And then he came over and I was basically like, listen, I'm not looking for a relationship, but I would like to have sex with you. So this is just, I'm dating somebody else and other people, but, you know, let's, if, if you're cool with that. And he was, of course, it's like, cool, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and then he, he started to get um, a little possessive. To the point where, like, he was not okay with me seeing other people. There was a few of those guys that were, like, cool in the beginning to just be, like, down. And then they started to get possessive. Um, this one ended up talking talking me into making him, him my boyfriend. I don't even know how that really happened. Um, and he had forgotten my birthday. He was seeing his kids out of state. And he forgot my birthday. And he also was sober and then started doing drugs again when we were towards like the second month. And I started to see that decline of like, uh Oh, I didn't sign up for this. Like, this is not okay. Um, and he just, uh, it was the first time that I was like, Whoa, dude, the fuck? Like he was psychoing out when I wasn't returning his messages when I was out at my own birthday party. And he started to get more and more aggressive and nasty and angry. And then finally, and, and it wasn't like me to not like defend myself but I just found myself like cowering to this person that had no right to talk to me that way. And then I was like, had to shake it off and go outside and, and finally pick up the phone and say, I'm sorry, I'm not returning your calls. It's my fucking birthday. I'm at my birthday party. And I hung up and he didn't, you know, he didn't know he'd forgotten it was my birthday, which gave him, which whatever. So then that pissed me off even more. And then his roommate brought flowers to my door and all of this stuff. But it was like the first time that I was like, whoa, dude, this is, this could be really bad and we went away on vacation um, away for my for something else too and he like stayed in the room and was like kind of causing problems like didn't want to go out dancing we were all going out dancing and I was like it's my part like my thing and I don't know why you're like you're causing drama like what I I'm not I don't understand what's going on here it was always like something happening you know and then he's like oh and then he's like oh yeah that's what he was we like had sex and then he called his ex-wife on the phone and was like chatting with her about their kid. Like while I'm like laying in bed trying to get dressed, I was like, this is like something, this is like weird. This is like more than just like you're fucking weird. Like this is like abuse or something is going on here that I don't know what's happening, but I am not cool with this. And we are done. I am done, 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 done out. Peace out. Motherfucker. Oh, I wish I How long would it take? How long did it take you to get out of that relationship? Oh, well, as soon as I, as soon as I start, I saw that I was like, I'm done. I'm I'm over it. You're grossing me out. Uh, Um, I was like two, it was like two months. Usually it takes me, people start to show themselves like like a month in. And then after a month, I see it maybe like week six, I see one more. And then week seven, I'm like, "Uh Oh, that's the last straw. And then by week eight, I'm out. It comes quick. Yeah. You know, it just shows you how everyone's so different. I mean, look at you. You are so good at looking at signs and knowing when to get out. I am, on the other hand, was not very good at that. And I stayed in the abuse for years and years and years until I finally got out. But I, when I you was know, in that relationship, and- Scout, I was, I was 35 in that relationship. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's different. You know, I had had yeah. multiple long-term relationships and you know, it was another one. I was, I was this other guy I was dating and I, I, I went to a Texas Frightmare actually with him. Um, and cause he was there and I was at his table and he had a movie out and I was like copying a squat cause they didn't want me at the show and I really wanted to be there. And this guy was like, mm-hmm. I'll fucking bring you out with me. And I went and I remember Kane Hodder saying to me when he saw me show up with this guy, Kane, Kane said to me, 
D, I don't know what you're doing with him, but if you need to stay somewhere else other than his room, I have another room for you. And I was like, what? What do you mean? We're having a great time. Everything's awesome. What are you talking about? Why would I, why would I need to stay in another room? Like he just knew I, I just didn't know. And then that night, this guy did a bunch of drugs unbeknownst to me. I think he was taking pills or something and got drunk and, um, caused this big fight at the after party up in Lloyd's like suite at the top, you know, um, he started talking shit about my friend Greg Nicotero because I'd gone out with Greg and told mm. Greg that I was dating him. And Greg was like, no, you're not. You are not going to date that guy. And I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And he's like, he's a scumbag. Don't you're not going to date him, Danielle. So my stupid ass went and said something because he talked shit about Greg afterwards at this party. And I was like, he doesn't like you either. So I guess the feeling's mutual. I was like being protective <laughs> over Greg. And then whatever I that just triggered him. That was it. He walked out. And then he ended up walking down the hallway of the hotel and he was punching the sconces off the wall. And then we went, I followed him like, you know, like, cause he kept saying he was going to call Greg and ask him what he, why he doesn't want me to date him. And I was like, you're not going to call Greg. You're not going to call Greg. You're not, I was like freaked out that he was going to start some weird shit between Greg and I, that was like, I, I, I was just, I was just like, what did I start right now? Cause this guy's out of control. And I went into the room and it was his, you know, into his room. And he was like, you need to sleep over in that bed. We're just, you need to sleep over there. We're just friends. I'm not, we're not, we're not doing this. You need to fucking sleep in that bed. And then I was like right. laying in bed and he was, he left, he was texting this chick in the other bed next to me who was staying across the hall mm-hmm. from us and mm-hmm. giggling while he was texting her out loud in front of me. And then he's like, I'll be back later at like three in the morning and went over into her room and then came back at like six in the morning. And then. And the fucked up part is so gross, so gross, right? And then he, of course, we got back to LA. I, I ended up um, leaving early. I got in a plane the next day, and I went home. And he stayed, and I was like, "We're done." And then he called me back. I went over to his house, and he apologized. And I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to get sober. And it was this, and I, I will never. It'll never happen again. And let me make it up to you, and all this bullshit. Um, and that lasted for like maybe one more date. And I was like, "Yeah, this is not. This is. I can't do this anymore." Unfortunately, he's passed away now from an overdose. So. Um, but, uh, another, you know, so he had a lot more, a lot more dark problems than, than I think I was, I was really aware of. I don't know. I maybe because I don't do drugs. I'm not aware of it. Yeah. It's so funny that like a lot of people see it, you know, when you're out of the relationship people, I mean, I do, I I notice things when I'm like, Oh, you should check that, you know, or whatever. And you're very good at that as well. But when you're in it, it's really hard to see it or you just don't want to see it. So you just constantly ignore it. I recently um, rekindled in uh, with Taryn, Taryn Manning mm-hmm. and we were working on a set when we were really, really young. And at that time, I was in one of the most abusive relationships I'd ever been in. And there had been an incident that had happened on set um, with a male actor. And it was so horrifying. It was like one of the worst experiences I've ever had as an 18-year-old. And I remember I called him and I told you about this. Yeah. I called him and he literally, the first thing he said was I cheated on him. (laughs) And like, I called him for help because of what I was feeling inside. And Taryn goes, oh yeah. She's like, all I remember is that you were, you were in that phone and you were constantly 
having to reassure whoever was on the opposite end constantly. And he was always calling and you'd always have to make him feel better. Oh, She's like, that's all I remember of you in oh, that shoot. Great. And I was like, wow. wow. I was like, my God, how many shoots? I remember I was also that way when I was working with uh, Emilio Estevez on this uh, without a trace episode that he cast me on and I actually was like such a huge fan of him but I was in this abusive fucking relationship that was constantly taking over my life yeah even in the H Halloween one press tour yeah my agent removed him <laughs> it's like I remember no yeah, yeah not allowed to be with because there was so much like little like didn't he like, get you thrown out of your of didn't he get you thrown out of your hotel that you were staying in with us yeah and then for being H2, destructive or something me- I, but I didn't even know what he did. I was on set. I had no idea what was happening at the hotel. And then, you know, I was, I don't even remember that. But Tyler said, I mean, he knew more detail than I did. I mean, the hotel probably was, was really nice to me about it. But yeah, we were just not welcome there anymore. And then we had to go crash with Tyler, with Tyler in his yeah. house. It was, but you just don't see it or you just choose to ignore it. And I know Malcolm and Tyler and, and Rob even, they were like, there's not, there's, you're not going to be. I saw person. it. I was but only there for like, a, you know, two weeks or whatever. God. And we're just like kind of in and out of the hotel. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it took me a long time to get out of that thing. Blinders. It really did. Blinders. Yeah. Big fucking blinders, man. So you guys that are listening, just know stars are just like you. <laughs> like we yeah. we stay in abusive relationships too and get, you know, get knocked <laughs> down and 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 have low self-esteem and are insecure and need to work on ourselves. Um mm-hmm. and uh, it happens to it happens to all of us. Um it's called your twenties and and hopefully not your thirties and forties, but I know a lot of people are stuck, are stuck in that as well. So um you can get out. Get out. Mm-hmm get out, get yes. help, get yes, out, yes, yes. get out. Yes. I know we didn't really answer this guy's question. No. Again. Um, so he said awful things to her. So, um, so yeah, that, so that, that's spiral. It sticks with you. It, there it might've been prior things that she had. It just, you know, like if you, you, you have to choose kind words, if you're going to say awful, awful things, leave because it'll be very hard to forgive anyone saying negative things to another person she'll only remember that <laughs> it really yeah. those things become more clear it sounds like this guy also doesn't really that. have the the words like he doesn't know how to have an emotional relationship because of his childhood trauma so it's yeah. been sexual but not emotional so the lack of vulnerability and the anger that probably is still residing within you that you need to kind of clear out in order for you to have empathy um uh, and and be kind to somebody else. You've got to not hate yourself and not blame yourself, which is, sounds like this might be a little bit of of yeah. what's going on. And he's just projecting that onto her. Um, what happened to you was not okay. He says he was six or seven, um, and he was had a bad experience with the babysitter that forced his head underwater um, on her. Um, she was in the bathtub naked with with him, and it messed him up. Um, so uh, he likes to receive oral. Sorry, you went through that. That's horrible. Sorry, he um he received he likes to receive oral, but he has a hard time giving it because the flashbacks come back. You've got you've got to go through some PTSD healing. Um, this sounds like this is still this is still residing within you, and you do not want to not experience that in your life. Um, you want to make your woman feel good, and you want to enjoy it and and be open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're working two jobs. You work twelve hour shifts. You're exhausted after work. We get it. Sex is the yeah. last thing on your mind. I get it. How do I convince her that I still find her sexually attractive? Women don't need to feel sexually attracted to. We know we have a vagina, and you want to put it in. 
we want to feel loved and yes. sexy and safe. So yes. get the sexual, get yeah, the, the sexual, sexual attraction is what you want to feel from her. You guys yes. want to feel desired and sex and, you know, as a man by your woman, but a woman doesn't want to, to just be desired sexually. It's actually the opposite. I don't like mm-hmm. to feel desired sexually because I feel it makes me feel like I'm prey and it is scary sometimes, even with your partner. So mm-hmm. a woman needs to feel loved and safe and secure. And once she feels those things, she will open up emotionally and vulnerably, vulnerably, is that a word? Uh, vulnerability. And then you can make love to your wife the way that she wants you to. And then after you're in a safe place again and you make her feel comfortable, especially if you fucked up in the beginning, which sounds like you did, then you can work on, you know, the, the other naughtiness and the fun and the toy and all the other stuff that we talk about that other side of the relationship, but you've got a long way to go to get there. So yes. I think that, um, that is a huge misconception and guys, I hope you're listening right now. Women want to feel beautiful and that needs to be like, it's a, that's a feeling. It's not, we don't care about you being sexually attracted. This is just me talking. Maybe I'm wrong. Scout, correct me if you feel differently. I don't need to feel like you're sexually attracted to me. I guess I do if I feel like you're fucking around. Like, but that that again comes from like, if I feel like you're looking at other women, I'm going to get insecure. Um, I don't know. What can you elaborate on that, Scout? Like, what do you think? And like, we, we we want to feel loved and we want to feel safe. Like it, all, everything, everything that we want to feel from a man comes from what Danielle was saying. We just want to be loved by our partner, yeah. treated right, feel safe, feel like you're not going to fuck around on us. Yeah. Be loyal, you know, simple, simple shit, loyal and Fair honest basics. Yeah. A yeah. man wants to feel desired, wants to feel masculine, wants to feel like the protector and the provider. Like this is very primal, basic shit. You guys go back to mm-hmm. caveman days. Like, you know, the man needs to be out protecting, hunting, doing all of that. The woman's, you know, I, I mean, I guess I don't caveman's probably not the right way to, to explain it, but there's still that like, you know, innate thing deep down inside. That's very primal. Um, and it's, yeah, she's the, you're, we're not sitting back going like, I want him to find me sexually attractive. I mean, I guess so. Maybe if like, you know, obviously like if she's doing something with herself or like putting herself out there, acknowledge that she's fucking hot and sexy and beautiful. Yeah. Every single day, my yeah. husband will tell me you're so fucking sexy. You're so fucking hot. You're so fucking sexy. Like, I love that. I mean, yes, it makes yeah, me feel good. Don't lose that no. in a relationship. No, you know? you're not brother Even and in sister. Your marriage. Oh my God. Don't lose that. Keep the fun alive with that. Like comments. In both ways to women, I like, I always tell Tom, you know, like you're sexy or you're hot or you're cute or whatever. It always makes you feel good, doesn't it? So it's going to make your partner feel good. Here's a, here's a, that energy. Here's a good question um, that kind of segues from that into this. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So this one is from a woman. She says, hello, beautiful ladies. I think I emailed you before, but somehow it disappeared from my emails. I'm not sure why this probably won't make it on the podcast. Surprise. But just want to say that I get super excited every Tuesday night to listen to you guys. You cheer me up and I feel like you both are on my level. You guys are so open about things and I love it. I'm a bit of a horror fan myself. I love the Rob Zombies Halloween more so than others. I love crime stuff too. And of course, sex. So I do have a dilemma. I've been with my boyfriend of eight years. I love him so much, but the passion has gone. We haven't had sex in like four years. 
or so. And it's went on that long that it's so awkward now to bring it up or to make moves. I can't bring myself to try as it's been a long time. A lot of the times we come home and are very tired from work. It's an effort, but I've always had a very high sex drive and I use my toy. Um, I use my toy from when I'm not in the mood because I need something. I do find my boyfriend attractive, but at times I don't feel that I want to have sex with him. Is this bad? We are kind of like housemates. He's good to me and is teaching me to drive as I need my license badly is where we live is kind of isolated in the UK away from my family and friends, et cetera. Money wise, he's helped me through the years and I lost my job due to COVID. You know, he's kind, he's caring, he's kind hard. We're both in our late thirties. We sometimes live like an old couple. As I said, I love him to death. I just think we are just used to each other now. He doesn't shower very much and that turns me off and doesn't really want to make me have sex with him. I've talked to him about that and he agrees, but he doesn't change it. How do you get the excitement and passion back? If we want to have kids, don't have kids. If we want to have kids, yeah, don't. Um, we have to try, yeah. but I don't know what to do. It's like we've both given up. I don't even think he cares for sex anymore. He can live without it and I can't. We've spoken about this many times, but time just carries on. Sorry, it's been so long. The one I wrote before was longer. So this is a short version. Anyway, thank you for giving the, um, the time to read this. You guys rock. By the way, I love your style and fashion, especially the horror shirts and hats. Love you guys. Um, God. Wait, how long have they been together again? Eight years. They haven't had sex for half of that. Uh, no. See, no. don't be like me. Don't stay in it. No. Don't take anything from my book. Like my old old self. That just reminds me of my old self. Girl, well, would, you Would you stay in a sexless relationship? Would you stay in a... I mean, he doesn't give a fuck, yeah. You guys, you everybody has to take care of themselves. You guys have to take care of yourselves. You can't let yourself go. Women, men... I don't care. Like take care of yourself, be healthy, be happy. And I mean that in all ways, like take care of your diet, take care of your mental health, like for yourself and you'll feel good about yourself. And then your partner will find you attractive. Like you can't, you can't just fucking chill and not shower. No, I didn't even hear you. I was talking so much. I was ranting. You had a baby sneeze. Is it a baby sneeze? Yeah. I was like, try to make it. Stay in. No, so, let it out. I've talked to you about this. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, if you... <laughs> I know, I know, but it would have been really loud. So what? Who cares? Either. Not like you're farting on, on like, not like you're like, you know. Uh, yeah, but I'm like literally on camera right now and I would have just like, <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Um, no, you know, it's so crazy. It's like we, uh, us as humans, like we're so prone to being adaptable it's like it's so crazy like i i feel like if you if you just stay in some in someone else's mesh and 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 chaos and like their own darkness or whatever you want to call it we're just gonna adapt to who they are and become this different version of, of ourselves <sighs> yeah and it happens way more times than i yeah. i feel does not you know crazy to me and I've 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 done it but it's like you you really got to like be selfish more I think people have to be selfish more yeah I gotta take care of yourselves and what they want in life mm-hmm. for you know, your- it's it's too, life is short life is very short you're you're I think you're okay I heard you I heard everything you said and then it got a little weird but I heard everything you said can you, hear, you can hear me, good, okay? Good. Um, do you have a nine one one call? Do you have a nine one one call we can play? Oh, do you want me to talk nine one one? Yeah, Scout, talk nine one one to me. I thought you never ask. All right, here we go. Okay, hopefully that helps, darling. I know I'm no, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This internet over here in in this hotel is just like. <laughs> 
in annoying. I'm going to figure it out for the next for the next episodes that we record. Uh, here we go. Let's let's listen. Coming nine one one point your emergency. I just killed my children. Excuse me. I just killed my children. I missed that when she said I couldn't I live know. with that. She said something about like hurry because I couldn't what she couldn't live with her dying. I she mean, she couldn't or she couldn't help her daughter wanting to be saved. Yeah. Yeah. So she left. So she left she left um her daughter the the, the pass. I guess the freeway pass. Um and she to some residence i'm assuming her house or something but it's it's interesting because her 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 tone changed like the first tone like her first tone when she was calling yep. was like very Don't matter of fact yeah just get here yes and then you could tell when she was like one wants to be saved and then she kind of like got emotional about it and she was like i couldn't handle that and then you, you could kind of tell that she was maybe feeling some sort of of remorse yeah it sounded like the 911 it sounded like when the 911 operator was like how many kids do you have like like she like snapped her out of whatever was going on in her head and made her like think about like become a mom for a second than like this murderer you know I would be really interested if there is anyone out there that listens to this that is a 911 operator yes we would love to have you on this show yeah i want to know the training and what you guys go through training yes what kind of questions you asked to make i mean is it it's like were you telling me this or was somebody else telling me this they were like if anyone you were telling me this right if anyone attacks you or anything you ask them questions yeah you have to break like about someone's following you or you're feeling threatened or whatever yeah, yeah, you say like what time I is wonder it or if something? Yeah, I wonder if it's the same thing for like nine one one operator that they know like what sort of questions to ask. You know, there has to be like a structure because I, I mean I would have no idea. I I, I couldn't even mm-hmm. imagine being on the other end. But you hear her. I mean you uh, you hear her shock when she says when you know what what ma'am you know like it was. I mean I can't imagine getting that going nine one one and then someone's like I just killed my kids like I I I I. I would, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't freeze. Yeah. You have to keep it together. Like it's a matter of life or death for these, for these, you know, for these people, literally. 
Should we listen to another one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me just, I'm, I'm just picking these at random. Cool. <laughs> because I've, I've saved so many. Uh, oh, fuck. This is part two. A lot of them have been pulled down because of what's going on. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. This is part two. I'm hoping that this is okay. Okay. Oh, hold on. That's been taken down. It's crazy. It's good, good for a fucking TikTok with like actually, you know, like turning this stuff for children. Now that I discovered this, <laughs> could you wait <laughs> until I wasn't discovering it, please? All right, here, let's listen to this guy. Nine one one. Hi, uh, my girlfriend just pulled up, and there's a guy that pulled up and truck behind me. I saw this. I heard this one. Okay, there is, yeah. um, we see, we seen a gun. Okay, hold on just a second. Okay. Okay. And it was your girlfriend that just got home? Yes. What's oh, her name? I mean, she just came to come over. What's her name? Lindsay Nichols. And do you know who the person is in the truck? I'm assuming it's her ex, but I don't know his name or who he is. What kind of truck is it? It looks like a... I'm not sure. They're arguing very loudly. He has a gun. Need to be on it. I mean, just answer my question. I'm sorry. I'm just looking out the window. What color is the truck? Ew, she's a bitch. I believe. Yeah. If it leaves before the officer gets there, let me know. So is Lindsay still... Oh, my God! I'm sorry. What should I do? Should I yell at him? What happened? Should I yell at him? He just shot her. He just shot her. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. He was like yelling at him. Yeah, she's like, don't yell at me. Like, bitch, what do you expect? She's not yelling at you. His fucking girlfriend's about to get shot by her ex boyfriend who's outside your house with a gun and he's like hiding in there at the window. Like, what do I do to tell me what to do? Do I make noise and make him go away? We always talk about that. Like, do you, do you bring attention to yourself to stop the situation or, or are you asking for it? It's that bystander effect. Like, what do you do in those situations? Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's so scary because you don't want to make the wrong decision. But I feel like if that would have made some noise something, I feel like maybe he would have ran off or something. See, I, I, know, uh, I thought because he's the, he followed her to the new boyfriend's house that he probably would have been shot. I bet if he would have walked outside or would have uh, done something to cause attention to himself, he would have shot him first, especially if he was planning on killing himself. Fuck. I lost you. All right. Scout's gone, guys. It's just me. It's just me. And I'm going to sign off. Oh, wait, there. She's coming back. She's going to come back to say goodbye. Are you going to come back to say goodbye? She's not coming back to say goodbye to me. I'm so sad. All right, guys. I'm going to sign off then for her. 
Um, peace and love, peace and love. Sorry, we didn't get into a true crime case. This is a really big one. I want to just take some time with it. So until this bitch can figure out her connection, um, and go to a coffee shop, um, we are going to pause here and please continue to, um, follow us, like subscribe, send your questions to podcast at talkscarytome.com. Uh, we also get your questions on Instagram. If you feel the need, um, if you liked our videos, then watch us join our Patreon $5 a month. You get four videos. Um, and yeah, that's about it. We've got merch soon and all that fun stuff. So sending you lots of love and, um, peace out. Happy Tuesday. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories if you're brave enough. (laughs) 